Hey everybody, Dan Hornacek here with Leading on the Frontlines podcast. Hope everybody's doing good, excited to be back. I think we're on uh, episode 13, which is the lucky number, we'll say. Um, if you haven't already, again, subscribe, review. I'd love to hear back from you guys on uh, feedback on what you think of the podcast. Follow me on Instagram, uh, YouTube, X, previously known as Twitter. Uh, leading on the front lines for uh, YouTube and Instagram, leading the front on X. Also, I've got uh, blogs going up, and uh, the link can be found on my Instagram page and in the description on my YouTube page and in the descriptor of the podcast. So check out that stuff, guys. I really like the the feedback on it. Um, Also, like I mentioned in the last episode, if you haven't already, check out uh, the link in the description on the podcast for uh, the teachable that I'm offering um, leadership courses, not so much courses, more one-on-one uh, for for individualized plans on becoming a better leader and becoming more effective with your teams. So today I have a challenge for everybody. So um, kind of exciting thing. I, I love talking about this type of stuff. This whole idea that I'm going to get into today is quite literally the reason I started this podcast. And uh, it's it's really exciting for me just uh, to kind of to bring it up. I don't even know why I haven't really talked about this more. I know I've touched base on it uh, in different episodes, but it's something that I think we should all do. So this was also a blog post that I did, so it's going to be somewhat uh, repetitive for people who have checked out both, but I'm going to kind of touch on it in a different way. So the big challenge this week, I want to challenge yourself with becoming a mentor. And I think everyone gets like this like anxiety feeling of like, oh my God, I can't be a mentor. I'm not, I'm not that great at anything or um, how can I be that for somebody? And I think we need to like scale it down a little bit. It's not this like huge grandiose um, idea that nobody can do or only like a select elite people can do, right? Um, I don't even think that it's something where somebody who has these massive accolades are the only people who can do that. I certainly think that those things, right? People who are are massively experienced in their particular area of expertise, obviously they're going to be wonderful mentors, and uh, and obviously they're going to be the people that typically are mentors. But that's not really what the goal is here. The goal here on this this challenge that we're going to do this week is simply to make a positive impact in some way in somebody's life, right? This can be a friend of yours. This can be a family member. This can be um, uh, somebody at work. Um, and we touched base on this in a, in a previous podcast on um, just kind of, of inspiring somebody as far as I think it was two podcasts ago where I was referencing um, the the impact that, that my wife had on another person's life. So we're not so much looking at indirect uh, positive impacts. I want you to try to for lack of a better word, infiltrate somebody's either thought process or, um, you know, kind of plant seeds to to help motivate people um, to bettering themselves. Um, I think that we're all capable of recognizing times when people are not their best self um, or if they are struggling in, in some way, shape, or form. And, you know, thinking about I put a lot of thought into this um, over the last week, and I've touched on this numerous times throughout throughout the different podcasts. And I think it's it's kind of time to bring it to the forefront of we all have such a 
potential for impact on other people's lives and i don't think we even realize it and i don't mean that in the like like oh my god you know <laughs> i can make or break people that's not necessarily what i'm referring to i'm saying that if we truly do look and 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 observe people and listen to people that we can uh pick out the different things that we might be able to help with right so uh, so here's here's kind of what it is so um again if there's someone you know who this doesn't have to be a big thing if someone's struggling and you know it can be of course but like if you see somebody who um is maybe talking in a way that they're gonna you feel like they're gonna stray kind of outside looking in they're gonna stray themselves off of a path that you know is important to them um or you know you can work see this is this is really the goal is you as a person whether or not you're a leader, a manager, or maybe if you're just listening to this podcast just because you enjoy the topics we're talking about, it doesn't have to be specifically for leaders. Um, but you can learn a lot about yourself and kind of what the status quo is for yourself right now. And what I mean by that is if you take this challenge, right, and so the challenge is to kind of, um, like I said, infiltrate or uh, just kind of maybe try to help someone either stay on a positive path or um, if you see them kind of deviating off of it or try to help them better themselves or become a better version of themselves. That's the challenge, right? And of course, the the end goal, quote unquote, would be to see someone then better themselves, right? But that's only like a, a part of, maybe let's say half of, of what we're trying to accomplish here. The other half of it is, is this is a really good exercise in seeing where you are in reference to being able to recognize that in somebody else, right? That's that's one step. Um, but also, it kind of allows you to take a, a hard look on your own um, your own thoughts and your own, you know, where is your head? I think that if you know if you're in a pessimistic mindset, it's going to be a lot more difficult for you to um, not only see someone in a struggling position. But I think it will be more difficult for you to help them get out of either maybe they're in a negative mindset or, um, you know, maybe they are going down that wrong path of like straying away from themselves. And again, like I know that the terms like going down the wrong path and, you know, that sort of thing, I, th I think it can hold a lot of weight. But I don't I, I don't really mean it that heavily right in this context. I think that. The, the point of this challenge is to, again, not to beat a dead horse, obviously to help someone else, but I think it's more so to take a, a strong look at yourself and be able to give yourself a gauge or maybe a baseline of where you're at, right? Um, so if you have, let's say, someone who just doesn't have a purpose and they are upset with their, their everyday um, you don't have to provide solutions necessarily for this person. You don't have to have all the answers. It'd be wonderful if you did, but that's not typically what, what people are looking for. They're they're like I mentioned in the past. They're just looking for someone to to listen to them, um, and that might be all it, it takes. They just need a vent. Um, but it's kind of cool because when you walk away from somebody in that position, that's the time where you can reflect on what they talked about. And are you annoyed with them? Are you in a place of empathy, compassion? Um, does it make you look at your own life in the like almost like it's almost as though you borrow their lens for a moment, where like 
am I fulfilling my own purpose and, and kind of that self-reflection happening? That's kind of the point to this exercise. Um, I think that if you can look at it from the perspective of really, you know, trying to become the person you want to be as a friend or a family member or as a leader. Again, this is a good baseline because you can look at, because everything's an exercise, right? So you can really look at how you performed in that task. And that's, it's kind of like the, the, the easiest way to explain it is kind of like when you're in the shower after an argument and you come up with better arguments. It's the same concept. You can push yourself and push yourself in a situation where you're going to try to have a positive impact or try to um, help somebody with that, that's struggling in, in different ways. And then if it's something you're not accustomed to, you're probably going to fail at it. Um, and that's not terrible. It's not the end of the world. It's, it's again, it's to figure out where your baseline is. Maybe it's just that you have a hard time being able to um, uh, relate to somebody in certain situations. And maybe you can insert yourself into situations such as what they're going through to help better relate to people in the future. See, again, it's just finding that baseline of, I understand these concepts, but not these. So now I know this and I can work on these other key concepts. Maybe that's communicating empathy to someone who, who needs empathy. Maybe that's uh, showing compassion in the right way. Maybe that's like last week when we talked about uh, boundaries with, with different employees. Are you a mentor? Are you just a best work friend? So that's really the, the idea behind this, this challenge, if you will. Um, I think that it creates just more, um, I've mentioned this many, many times, but I think it creates a lot of self-reflection, um, and it allows you then to emulate the people you're trying to be, right? Um, I, I think if you have a mentor, as an example, uh, it's very common that you start to emulate their style in a certain degree. Not, not completely, but I think that it's kind of like the, the saying that dress for the job you want, right? If you put yourself in a position where you're, you're trying to mentor somebody, um, that you're putting yourself in a position that's new, therefore you're going to try to like take different pieces from different people. And if you have a central leader in your life or a, a mentor, you're obviously going to take those attributes and it's only going to scale you up, right? So again... The challenge this week is to, um, you know, to try to be a mentor. And, and ways you can do that, there's a phrase, it comes from a stoic perspective on leadership. It's uh, guiding with a serene resolve is the, is the term. Um, and really what, the, what you're trying to do here, okay, because you're putting yourself in somebody else's shoes, okay, and it's difficult at times. And it's easy to kind of not um, relate emotionally the same way that they're going to relate to it because it's not you going through it. So you can kind of really emphasize those those stoic values, right, of inner calm and resilience and rationality, right? It's very easy to do that when you're not the one going through the specific thing that these other people are going through. And that right there is one of the reasons that becoming a mentor for somebody is going to to teach them, right? Because by you being that example of, of that rational thought or uh, that inner calm or, or that resilience to whatever they might be going through, they can then 
right? It's it's domino effect. They can then take those attributes from you that you're showing them, and then hopefully move them onto um, a better path or or what have you. So, um, you know, the the idea of creating this mentorship, if you want to call it, um, is you're embracing adversity, right? Because you need to sit there and, and listen to someone who probably is going to be defensive. They're probably going to have a million reasons why you might not be correct. Um, but you can, you know, practice, you know, along with them. Right. And that's, that's pretty cool. So, um, you know, you can, you can help teach them, um, prioritizing the greater good over personal desires. That's something that I think a lot of uh, new managers have a hard time doing is, um, you know, you want everything to be easy. You want that, like, you know, I'm a manager, you know, kind of um, chest puffing sort of um, way to go. And, you know, that's, that's a personal desire, right? And it's, it's difficult sometimes for, for them to realize that that's not good for the for the overall. So these are all like key concepts, right? So if you go back and, and listen to some of my my older podcasts or older episodes, if you haven't yet, um, or um, read some of the blogs, I mean it's very simple. I don't want to overcomplicate this by by saying like you need to do all of the things that we've talked about, but I think it's important for our own individual growth to take that, that step on being that person for somebody. Um, you know, I don't personally have any experience with, um, like AA or, or NA for, for people with addiction issues, um, other than my cousin who was, um, uh, a heroin addict and I, I helped him for a couple years, but, um, the, the idea that you can be that person, um, and it turned out for him, it was just having, I was just someone who would listen to him and that helped him immensely, you know, and then we also went to the gym together and things like that. And that also, as from what he told me, um, was very helpful. Um, and you know, so just being that for somebody, right. Me sitting there and listening to him and saying like, yeah, that sucks. Right. And understanding that, um, and, and trying to relate and understand where, where he's coming from was very helpful for him. And then to see for him to see me, this is more in the gym for him to see me like the discipline of going every day, the, the, even when you're tired, right. And the, that was feeding him, right. That was motivating him. And he was able to develop himself, um, for, for years after that. Um, so again, it's kind of like taking the, the greater good over personal desires because during that time I was driving cause he didn't have a car. So I was picking him up and, and dropping him off at home. Um, I was staying out later cause we went to the gym in the afternoons. There's just a lot to that, right? There's a lot to being that person for somebody and you have to kind of have a little bit of self-sacrifice within that. And that's part of maintaining that inner calm, right? Um, uh, for yourself is because, it's very obvious when you don't want to be somewhere. Um, nonverbal communication, right? 70% of all communication. So, um, you know, it's very obvious when you don't. So that's, again, another uh, another lesson in the self. So I think 
Again, just to kind of recap the challenge this week, of course, is to uh, find someone who, who you can hopefully move into being a mentor for. I should have worded it that way uh, and help them become a better version of themselves. But really what the challenge is, is to um, find a baseline of who you are as a leader, uh, excuse me, as a mentor. Um, and it kind of gives you that foundational idea of these are the things I'm good at. These are the things I'm not good at or need to work on. And, uh, and then you can start and you can start from there. So, um, would love to hear your thoughts uh, on that stuff. I'm going to do some, some Instagram posts and, uh, posts on X this over the next week on this topic. Um, and, uh, excited to kind of see what everybody, what everybody does. I want to hear some updates from you guys. So, uh, again, Dan Hornacek leading on the front lines, follow and, uh, or subscribe and review, please, uh, follow me on uh, Instagram and YouTube leading on the front lines and X leading the front. So, uh, we'll be back next week with another episode, guys. I hope you have a good day. We'll talk to you soon.